diary of the suburban hood moms real talk with real sisters i'm nikki i'm andrea and this is episode did you hear that too sponsored by victus equities helping people build wealth and retirement through real estate today is friday october 23rd 2000 and 20. I don't know why we're talking all scary voice. Because <laughs> you sound like I George know. Carlin. I know. In the beginning, I'm like, oh, here we go. I almost said scary talk with scary sisters. That would have been a good one. I know. Because really, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so this episode hasn't even oh. started recording past 50 seconds. And we both have anxiety. <laughs> I had the bubble guts. Nikki had to get up. From our planning session, she's like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> At one point, we were talking. Both of our stomachs are hurting. Because My eyes started fucking twitching. It hadn't twitched in a week. I'm just not. It was different when it was like in the middle of summer. We, you know, it was like. This is fall, y'all. This is scary times. Yeah, even though it's hot. It's scary. And I just don't. And these stories. There's something about these stories. They they took a little bit of a darker turn. Yeah. I'm going to agree. I mean, the other ones were too, but maybe because they were mostly, they were all our stories. So we've told it a hundred freaking times. But because a lot of these are your stories, like our listener stories. But then we found out some family stories. Family stories. We didn't didn't have clarification or didn't know. And those were fucked up too. So first we have to start off with something so exciting and important for us. Sari. You tell it. You tell it. We reached today, today, a thousand downloads. Like the fact that what we have to say, the <laughs> stupid shit that comes out of our mouths, the verbal diarrhea, that that received a thousand downloads today <laughs> was amazing. It was so exciting. It was humbling. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. What? Well, when we reached 500. Yeah. And you had a guesstimated date. And so I was like... I said December. And I was like, no, dude, we're going to hit it way before then. I'm like, uh, my... Just from what we were seeing. It was a goal. So the goal was, oh, it would be nice if we hit 1,000 by, by December. By six months, we yeah, had said. six months, it would be nice. And then we hit 500, and we were like, damn. That went fast. And then we've been watching all week, because we hit the 900s. And we're watching the and watching. went fast. Last night, I texted you, and we were at like 983. Yeah. And then this morning, you messaged yeah. me when I'm at work. Yeah. And we were at a fucking thousand. a thousand. And now I don't think it'll show us unless it's every 500. That's okay. I don't think it'll, like, we just, we'll just be You surprised. can't obsess about it like the heart rate monitor no. now. <laughs> I know. Oh, thank But God. you know what, too? Like, you, we knew it was coming to a thousand. Yes. Right? And yeah. we're only five months in. Right. And so we're barely second trimester. Wait a minute. Yeah. Are we five May. Okay. June, July, August, September, October. Well, yeah, five months. We're almost to five months. Next yeah. week will be five months. And even then, like, I saw a thousand in the text. We've been talking about it all week. Yeah. But it still hasn't, like, fully clicked. That's a, that's 200 downloads a month. That's crazy. That's cr- And that's not, like, somebody re-listening to an episode. No. It only counts one. One. Yeah. Per listen. Yeah. Like, you guys are awesome. I know. That's very exciting. That's humbling, man. Very, very. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Because obviously, 
We wouldn't. We would be doing this if there was one person listening to us. That's what we've said since day one. Besides Chapo and the husbands, right. we're now one husband. Right. Um, but it's um, it was it's pretty exciting. So thank you very much for that. And so our sponsor was busy today. Yeah. So we did our own donut celebration. Own donut. Yeah. Um, let's do our titty talk. Oh, the last titty talk for the month of October. So Breast fast. Cancer Awareness Month. And we've been forgetting our slogan. Was it? Please let them grow. No. Massage and squeeze. Oh, yeah. We've been forgetting. we got a lot going on. We have so much going on. We've been forgetting. Our cup runneth over. I know. Get We've been forgetting to say massage and and squeeze. squeeze. So here's our titty talk for this month. Did you guys know? Okay, I've seen it now a few times. Andra saw it yesterday, right? Yesterday, the day before, but I went through it. Like, nah, that's bullshit. So, apparently, and there's science behind it. I believe in science. science. That wearing our bras is constricting to our breast and the circulation and our elasticity and collagen and all those things that we love. If you leave your bra off, something amazing happens. So, supposedly... If you stop wearing your bra, you should try it because I can't. You have that luxury I do that lot, I don't though. have. All through, no, mostly I, no through more COVID. Bra. Go, go braless. You're not going nowhere anyways. I do go. But like, now it's becoming fall. You can wear a sweater. That's true. That's I want true. you to do it. Okay. We're going to do measurements. Okay. We're going to measure. Did they give from, a timeline? So we have to finish the We have to go back. We'll we have to go back. Finish the thought. Um, so if you stop wearing your bra, yeah. your body will naturally... Lift your nipples and breast up. I think it was seven millimeters. That's crazy. Naturally, because we weren't intended to wear bras. No, we were not intended to I wear mean, bras. These I'm things for are going torture devices. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good with that. Maybe yeah. I'll lift my ass. Because I was like, it was funny because as soon as like the, you know all like the quarantine stuff happened and I was just home. I remember telling you, like, I'm, like, never wearing a bra. I never wear a bra. Yeah. But I didn't feel like I was getting any more saggy. But we got to measure. And you have to go without the bra for, we'll look up the time. Okay. You have to go without the bra for this certain amount of time. I can't guarantee that. I will look like a fucking orangutan sweeping the floor <laughs> going to work with no bra. So I can't like, do it. Nikki, there's something on your pants. Let me, oh, I'm sorry. This That's is your, your nipple. nipple. What's wrong with your nipples? What's up with the nipples? Um, so yeah. we'll, get, we'll fill you guys in on Andrea's bra. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. See, the thing is, I'd love to do it. But because it's so ingrained in my brain to wear one, um, and it makes you look. Does it make you feel like you have bigger breast assists if you have to wear no, a big girl bra? I think that it makes me look like I have a, I have a better posture. It makes the clothes fit better. Can you work out without a bra? Oh, no. I have done burpees without a bra before, but then I'm like, ah, oh no, that was a disaster good. at my house. You tried to do it in a strap. Oh, that's right. Oh no, that and that was not good. Yeah. Oh no, actually, it was just because of the shirt I was wearing. But then remember, I went and put on my jacket, and then I finished doing the burpees with my jacket on. We gotta figure this out. Yeah, we'll get back to you on this one. But and if anybody's done this, yeah, let us, let us know. know. Yeah. Um, I also want to let you guys know. Oh yeah. That Andrea, I'm okay. Is okay. Her marriage <laughs> is. Okay. Say it I again mean, for the people in the back. Okay. Me and fucking Dave are 100,000% okay. Why aren't you 100,000% in one? Something's oh my God, wrong. something's wrong. She's lying. <laughs> How um, many people have reached out to you? 
A few. A few concerned people have reached out. Um, I appreciate the virtual hugs. I've received a lot of virtual hugs. It's not funny. It's really sweet. It's sweet. But you're such a cold heart. I'm person. like, no, we're we're good. It's it, it's just that whenever stuff like that happens, I want to share it with you guys because I want to be as real as possible. Um, I'm married to a phenomenal man who is like. Don't say Maya Angelou is going to get mad because she coined a phenomenal woman. And you just threw phenomenal man in there. She went and married my husband. So, um, but he will stop. Like his world will stop when he feels like, you know, there's something up and he's willing to sit there and do the work and talk and, and make the adjustments that we had to make to make sure that we were both, um, you know, happy. And cause if he's not happy, I'm not. And if I'm not happy, he's not. And we had, I mean, we stayed up one night. I was telling Nikki one night this week, we stayed up till four 30 in the morning. And it wasn't even rumpy pumpy. No. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we just had a lot of stuff. I, I it was like those nights where you're, the talks are so good, but your eyes are like closing. But yeah. you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. That's yeah. why I drive to work half the yeah. time. <laughs> um, and then we looked at the clock. He's like, well, basically, it's time to wake up. And we were going to bed. And then it was like, you know what? Screw it. We kept our kids home from school. This is the freaking house of the rising sun, man. We kept our kids home or, or offline for school the next day. Everyone's burned out. Our kids are burned out. We're burnt out. I'm burnt out in this triple Mickey's marriage. burnt out. She feels left out. Um. I don't want to rumpy pumpy. And we're we're fantastic. My health is fantastic. That kind of alarmed a few people. I just, you know, showed a picture. I told you guys I was getting a stress test that was related to the stupid anxiety attack that happened in August. I just have wonderful doctors that are very thorough and we're like, hey, let's just include this in your annual. So I've had my, my titty squeezed. Yep. I've had my vagina, you know. Yep, deep sea diving. Deep sea diving in there. The Kraken's had... looking for its little brother, Octopus. Octopussy. Oh. I'm Octopussy. <laughs> and you're the Kraken. I can't even borrow your shoes. No. no. <laughs> Octopussy can't borrow the Kraken's shoes. No. That sucks. Only um, Bigfoot can borrow the Kraken's shoes. Um... You know, it, it just became, you know, I had all the blood work done. It's just part, became part of my annual checkup. And I am, you know, I went to the doctor today and got my results. My heart is great. And we proved that it's there. And we proved that it's there. She had all her little electrodes hooked up. Yeah. And her kids were like, mom, are you what dying? is this? What, yeah. And then, yeah. so I looked at Evangeline and I go, they're just checking to see if your mom has an actual heart. That's terrible. They hate Nikki. Bullshits, they do. Um, moving on. Um, Nikki and I were talking um, today, and we both were realizing or, or comparing notes. We both have several sets of friends that have up and left social media. Like this week, though. This, something Not about over this, this week. over this big span of time. No. This week. Yeah. And they've all kind of had the same post, at least on my end from what right. I've seen. right. Um, I'm tired of all the hate getting spewed on here. Yep. I'm tired of the political posts. Right. You know, when did this become so toxic? Right. And either they're all leaving social media altogether or a couple have said, 
they will still look at the everybody's happy pictures on Instagram. But they're leaving Facebook and there's something with Apple too. Some Apple. I have no idea. I don't idea. know what it is. I'm um, on my end, I've had several friends that were like, I got to focus on my life. And this is just sucking away time um, from the the things that are important to me. Tasks aren't getting completed because it's just this big drain. Mm-hmm. And um, time with the people that I really care about. And it's funny because a lot of that had to do with stuff with with Dave and I. We had to reprioritize where we were putting um, the bulk of our energy. And it was going to places. um, We were becoming spread too thin. And we had to kind of come back and and be like, hey, we're the priority, this unit right here. And so that's kind of being echoed on social media. I think people have just been sucked in. I mean, we all are in one way or another. Right. You put those stories on. It's like you just like it's easy to just oh, sit there yeah. like look and then look and you're like, oh, fuck, what did I do with my you just went through 30 people's stories. right? I now. know. It's crazy. Well, and I took a page from Andrea's book this <clears throat> year. Um, Andrea, for many years now, during the month of or the time of Lent. Right. She has left social media. And um, this Lent, I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving social media and I did a bunch of other things too. For like too. our non-Christian, non-Catholic listeners, Lent is that time. 40 days. 40 days leading up to Easter. That's right. So it starts. We love Jesus. Well, you know, Jesus loves the sinner. Mm-hmm. We still love us. Yep. Um. So it starts Ash Wednesday and it goes all the way through to Easter Sunday. And for me, it was a time because I was finding so often that when I was on social media, I was so pissed off and I had just people's stupidity. And it was like, you know what? I really just want to focus, be present with my family. Um, I want to just be happy. And my husband was always like, you're so much happier whenever you're away and Really, um, I don't get that same, again, that same negativity from Instagram. Not to say it's not out there. there but you know but what it is? Instagram so is much. more picture-based. Yes. And they're usually happy pictures. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see it in the stories. Right. But it's usually happier stuff, right. whereas you can't post news articles on there, no. too. And you Fake have news to, or you, real news. You literally have to go and, like, click on someone's something, and then it'll take you. But right, it's like, or like, screen shooting Yeah, or and you're whatever. like, nah. You don't want to go through all that. Which, so. I mean, obviously, like, too many of our side projects are linked up to social media. Right. So we can't leave all the way. But, like, I've noticed that on my Facebook side. Yeah. I've, like, I'm way less on that. Yeah. And going to my Instagram. Right. You know, more. and then I get a notification on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Thank God our, when we post, it's auto-linked and it just automatically sends it over to Facebook because I I really try hard to avoid it like the Mm -hmm. plague. And it sucks because in order for this podcast to grow, you have to grow your listeners. Right. But it's like, well, can we just grow our Instagram listeners (laughs) and not be actively trying to? But whatever, you know. But yeah, no, I've noticed a lot of people doing that. I totally support that. I think it's um, a pretty proactive step. Like I think it's incredibly proactive. And some have said, like, they'll come back well after the election yeah some people said like, like it's in the like getting year. too hot for them yeah, right now yeah which i totally get yeah um yeah. and it's really sad an election is an, an an election between two strangers i understand there's really high um ideals at stake here right but you have to think of these people that have been in your life forever it's like 
the the bullshit ideals that are spewed by two individuals that's enough to end like years-long friendships to break apart families i've seen to do two huge family fights on my feed this week alone it's terrible one was like a funny like video that you could have taken like either way it was just funny yeah and a girl's cousin just came at her and then another one it was the same thing she was like oh i found this interesting right and this person never posts politically dude it was like ugly train wreck of hate and i was like Whoa. It's it's really sad. So it's kind of for but I think for I us think it's made us like from the elections I've been alive for right. and paid attention to, right? Because right. childhood you don't really pay attention. Right. This is kind of like the most heated one this is bad. I've seen. Yeah. Ever. This is bad. So this is bad. It a lot of precedence has been set in terms of like mudslinging, how low um, oh, people yeah. are willing to go. Um and honestly, I think the huge, the major thing is the blatant racism. And I think that's the thing that has people, um, just all of it, sexism, blatant homophobia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know. It's just like all the bad is coming out from people. Yeah. Like the worst thoughts that they've had. That's what I'm That saying. they might have never shared before. Yeah. I'm like. I mean, that's social media anyway. People feel like, oh, look, I- I'm hiding behind this screen. Right. I don't have to face anybody so I can say whatever the hell I want. And it's like, no, that you still have. There's a reckoning. There's a reckoning. There's it's a like reckoning. Doc Holiday. Oh. <laughs> anyway. So um, that, that's the thing. That's the thing that we've you know that we've seen. I think that's pretty awesome for um, if you've done it, um, or if you know people that have walked away. I'm like, dude, that more power, I, to, more you. power to you. That's amazing. So, in line with the 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 topic of this week and our scary ass stupid part two episode, and we kind of went. We have scary stories, but then we also have like some funny ones. We have like um, scare yeah. stories, scare stories of people that have been scared. Um, we have some interesting tidbits of information that right. maybe you don't know about. But there's one thing that I felt was very interesting for our listeners to know about Nikki. Ever since she was little, very little, she, <laughs> she I was little once. She said that when she died, she wanted to be buried in a glass coffin like Snow White. Yes, absolutely. She wanted all of us to be um, surrounding her in her glass coffin and looking in at her dead ass body. Yes, absolutely. Was it Snow White that made you want that? Maybe, probably. I don't know what triggered that. Because then I knew I wanted Bye Bye Miss American Pie to play. <laughs> so appropriate, right? And then if my you googly is not like um, a roast. You googly, your eulogy. You ever saw it. Zoolander? He says you oh, googly. <laughs> you googly. Ian, let's go. Yeah. Yes, my yeah. eulogy is yeah. not like roast style. Right. I'll be very disappointed. Right. And haunt whoever does it. It'll probably be you. Oh, I got no problem. I got no problem. <laughs> So if you don't want my ghost right. at the foot of your bed. No, no. Touching your feet. No, no. You better you Google me. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? It's nighttime, by the way. We went back right now. How fitting. It's Friday night. Yeah. It's late. Oh, hmm. what kind of moon is it tonight? It's not full. 
Is it blue? No. Or blood? No. The last thing we wanted, you know, to talk to you guys about just for our little, uh, like, <sighs> update. Okay, we have not watched Annabelle yet. No, because I can't bring myself to do it. So, about once a week. Yeah. I harass Andrea. I know. We need to watch fucking Annabelle. I can't do it. And this is what I get from her. I, I can't. I'm telling her to take an extra Xanax. I can't. You can't OD on Xanax. <laughs> I can't. I can't. She's I, do it. I need, if, if I watch Annabelle, okay, I need Dave to be home for at least 10 straight days. That's impossible. No, it's not. Who's going to pay for our electricity and our no, food? No, 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 no. I mean, I think he has like vacation coming up that he might be taking. If that's the case, I need to watch that. We have to watch it during, I'm not going to do it at night. I'll do it during the day. Okay. And I need him home for like 10 days. This is ridiculous. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Oh my God. <laughs> too scared. So we haven't watched it. Okay. But we mentioned it. Yeah. And then one of our friends. One of my bestest, dearest friends in the whole world is a freak of nature, love of all things horror. Okay. She gets scared. But loves the horror. Yeah, I can't. I'd be shitting and pissing myself all fucking day. I just can't, right? So. <laughs> you were gonna say I just did. I'm like, oh no, you inked Samuel. No, oh yeah, that's no. bad enough. Anyway, so she sends us a message, and she's like, "Hey, do you guys know that actually the Annabelle doll escaped?" So I mean, just a really quick like from the Warren. House. So the 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 couple that performs all of these exorcisms. Um, they apparently will trap um, these like demons in like objects and then they store well, them. The objects are usually possessed. Because the objects itself. The so they're stored yeah. in these blessed um, like holders. Right. And so Annabelle. So they're like Catholic Ghostbusters? Basically. Okay. That's kind of cool. I'm just saying. <laughs> Jesus is my homeboy. Yeah. Um, and so the Annabelle doll is the, in their house. Oh, God. This made me so And so when she said that, I was like, fuck that noise. She said it was missing. Missing. Right? Yeah. Escape. She said the Annabelle. She sent us this oh. full on article. The Annabelle doll. It was like a thing. Like a yeah, little. Yeah. So I, I Googled it instantly. Yeah. And well, not before you sent. Did you send it to me? Oh, fuck it. She no, sent she sent it, it to, to both us. of us. And I was like, I ignored it. I was like, I don't see this. I oh no! Then I told you. And in then person, Nikki came over and she this was alone. like, "This? Did you know that this Annabelle doll escaped?" And I'm like, "That can't be real. This That's is shared real. trauma. Shared trauma, my friend." <laughs> and so we look it up, and apparently it was like this online hoax that yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. But we believed it. The doll and that probably is still there. Is what fucked with you from us seeing it. I I was just like, it could escape. Well, we, you know, our time with Fluffer right now is limited for his freedom. Yeah. So we got to get this done. I, 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 Maybe on Boone's Farm Friday. I am not going to spend Boone's Farm birthday watching Annabelle. It's bad enough that my birthday is a dark day, which yes. we'll talk about on a my birthday. Dark day. A dark day. Anyway. So, you know, I don't know. Pray for me, people, because I got to get the courage somehow to watch this fucking You're gonna movie. You're going to expire all the prayers. They've been praying for you since they think you're dying and divorcing Dave. <laughs> I know. Which I'm not. Which I'm okay. Not. I'm, I'm okay. PSA. Okay. So this first story we have to get into is the most fucked up story ever. And um, I'm going to let Nikki tell this one. So after our initial, did you hear that? 
Um, one of my girlfriends from high school started messaging me that day and bitch scared the fuck out of me in the middle of the fucking day. So Nikki then had to turn around. I was here. Yeah, she was like, dude, listen to what she wrote. And Nikki's reading me the whole exchange between them. And I'm like, la, 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 la. I don't want to know this. I don't want to know. And now I can't unknow this. Right. So go ahead. So this is called Samantha. Samantha. So... Um, my girlfriend was scared to even write me the email. Yeah, because she was afraid it was going to, like, invite her. Yeah, so she recently, her and her husband, stop it, stop it. (laughs) She's looking around behind us. So she recently, her and her husband, sold their house. And they bought a new house, but, you know, you have to prep the house, all this crap. Right. So they're staying with her parents in her childhood home. Where Samantha lives. Where Samantha lives. And she's been terrified of having to go back to her parents' house. Now, her three girls, or four girls, I forget. She got girls. Yeah. They don't know anything about Samantha. Yeah. And she doesn't want to tell them about Samantha. No. So, um, she said about 15 years ago, one of her sisters came home, and the little boy next door asked the sister if their other sister could come out and play. And so she thought he was referring to their cousin, who's a little girl, and said, oh, no, she doesn't live here. That's just her cousin. And the little boy says, and I quote, no, uh, there's a little girl that lives there. She told me that she lives here and she only plays at night. Her name is Samantha. Samantha. Fuck that So this ghost, okay, I totally gave myself I literally am nauseous right now. I'm nauseous right now. Don't throw up on the air. Oh, Oh, maybe it'll give me good ratings. Just go. Just go. Just go. That's kind of, that's how they learned the name, Mm -hmm. right? So she said that Samantha's naughty and she likes to play tricks. So this shit's fucked up. Mm -hmm. One of Samantha's favorite things to do is she makes herself sound like their mom. Uh, Calls out their name. They go then thinking their mom is calling them and go to find their mom to realize she wasn't even home. That they're home alone. Mm. So it's not mm. even that the mom's not home. No. They're fucking home alone. That. Okay. When um she had her first baby, there was a baby swing at her mom's house. And Samantha liked to play with the swing. So she would swing the swing, um, make the lights and the sounds turn on. That. But no batteries and not, not plugged, plugged in, in the fucking wall. That's not okay. This is not okay. This is not okay, friend. Another time. I thought we were done with Samantha. There's more. This is was yeah, remember? Oh, well. So another time, Samantha, this this one of the sisters is sitting in the kitchen. Oh no, I hate this one. And Samantha oh. tilts a cup sideways on the counter and rotates it in front of the sisters eyes. Uh, I think at that point, even though I was shoved by Amelia Bedelia, I don't know if I could go back. I I, I, I don't know. So I've been checking up with her. Samantha has not come through no. since they've been there. No. Um, and she was afraid that writing this would bring Samantha through. Like, oh, hey, you're calling me, homie. Uh-uh. But she thinks that Samantha knows 2020 is so fucked up. So she just saw the light and she left to the over. other side. That's horrible. That is, I think, I think that is the worst that is the worst thing. Um, that's the worst story. Uh, that's one of the, the I, I can't even. <laughs> I can't. I'm stuck. I'm stuck on fear. I'm stuck on fear. I can't. The next one we'll call base housing. Right. Like, we'll just call that right. base housing. You know, there's a lot of haunted places uh-huh. based off of military across, around the world. Yes. Um, 
so that's well can you imagine yeah i mean can you imagine like and like, we want to do a civil war toy I, I was just gonna say and we want to go to like salem oh and do the salem witch trial why are we so stupid can i drink holy water <laughs> oh no i'm gonna stuff it everywhere <laughs> can i I'm do gonna, injections i'm gonna do it and garlic, garlic dude, for vampires, but dude, maybe I'm, I, I'm, I'm telling you. Okay, how would I manage to carry a ring of salt around me at all times? Um, I wear a hoop skirt with salt in the hoop. Yeah, we'll dip you like a margarita. Yeah. We'll just, we'll like, oh, she's in period clothing. That's right, yeah, motherfuckers. Period it's clothing, all laced in salt. Oh. Oh. Okay, so this base housing story. Um, this this listener said that. Um, at the time, um, her bedroom door would randomly slam shut. Um, she called the police that somebody was in the house. She was home alone. Home alone. And there yeah. was banging on the door. Yeah, on the, on her front door. So you don't imagine someone banging on your oh, front hell door. Oh, no. I don't so, imagine anybody banging on the Kraken. Hell no. So someone bangs <laughs> on her door and she calls the cops and no one's there. So yeah, the course, cops even checked the area yeah, and said nobody was nobody in the area. Nobody was even in the area. Um, one time she was asleep. Now we've talked about this before. She felt a heavy pressure. She wasn't asleep. She laid down oh, to she go laid down to sleep. To go to sleep. Heavy pressure. She couldn't breathe. And the room got really dark. Really dark. So what did she do? So she said the prayer of St. Michael, which is a wonderful, powerful prayer. If you know it, say it. She said it three times. Three times. And there is power in the number three. Don't forget that either. Uh, There's going to be a test later. She said there was a a very bright light and everything was everything gone. was gone. So I mean that power of prayer. Even when she told me that, I was like, uh, St. Michael prayer. That's some yeah, nah. that's some good stuff. Uh, uh, and uh, I know we got a lot of non-believers out there, or a lot of you guys that think we're like big like sinners and idolaters because we you know we pray good. to the saints. Why? We're good. I know we're good people. Yeah. But still, we be saying our prayers, and oh, they work. Yeah. Oh. They work. Yeah. Like, they work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. You stay with your atheist ass. That's fine. We love you anyway. I pray for you, too. But we're going to pray for you. Um, the next one was actually kind of a brilliant story. And yeah. this story comes all the way from Scotland. And um, so, for this story, <laughs> this was the comic relief we kind of needed. So, so, this is one of the ones that it's not, like, a true scary story. Like, it's a scare story. Like, somebody yeah. got pranked scared. And they got pranked really, really Oh, good. this is good. So, um, this listener of ours had um, several siblings. Um, I believe four, I want to say four sisters or three sisters. Um, and one of the sisters was like, always claimed to know things. Right. Like, she, the like grandparents or somebody had passed. Bef- and she knew before anyone else did. And yeah. she also claimed to never be scared of anything. Yeah. And like, when they would all watch scary movies. She was never together. scared or right. anything like that. So um, in art class one day, um, this this listener's sister um, crafted a head. He said it was like the ugliest thing ever. It was supposed to be of her, but he said it was only her. If he it was, said if she was an ugly troll, and not a cute troll, but an ugly all caps troll. Right, but she totally was proud of it, and she, she loved gar- the head. Yeah, she loved it, but just to be extra mean. She decorated it with like blood, blood red lips and yeah. like blood seeping down the side of its mouth. Right. But like she guarded it like nobody could touch it. Right. So one night, it was a Friday night and as a family, they're all sitting around watching some like scary hour of 
television or something like that, a movie or something. It was something. after that, after they all a- went to bed. After they all went to bed. Um, and um, the, the sister is asleep in her bed. Right. The dad of all of these children, teenagers, I believe at this time, goes and gets a freaking pole and paints it black. The fact that he painted the pole black... That's some effort. So the dad plans this and just waits. Wait, I just would have gotten a fucking PVC pipe. And yeah, white. right. No, the no. dad paints it black. And he, the listener said he didn't know how the dad like snuck out of the house without anybody knowing. In or, or like, out, right? Yeah, yeah. The In dad, or out without the sight. dad puts this horrid head on a pole, and I don't can't remember in the story if it was anything else with the head or if it was no, just the it head. was just the head, the head on and the pole. pole. And the sister wakes up. The dad then goes into his daughter's bedroom and hides in such a way that just has this pole with the head with the head attached to it. And the sister and the daughter wakes up and just sees this head floating at the foot of her bed. She then wakes up screaming bloody murder. In hysterics. Which wakes up her other sisters that are in the room with her. I think there's three total then because he said the other two sisters. They wake up and they're screaming bloody murder. Yes. So they're a witness to this head floating. In all the commotion. He gets out. The dad gets out. Nobody sees him leave, right? So it's this whole thing. The house is like in an uproar. Years later, our listener finds the the pole. pole. And the dad fesses up. Well, the listener was like, there's this painted pole. What's this painted pole? Right. So the dad's like laughing like that was I that night. He swore him to secrecy. Yeah, he said, you can never tell anyone. Tell them. After I die. After I die. Because he didn't want to deal with the daughters. After. And the listener never told. The secret, I think, went to the grave. He might have revealed it after the dad died. I think he said he did after the dad died. Because the dad didn't want to deal with their wrath. With their, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's commitment. Dude. That is great. That's great. Yeah. That led us to our own father and how he loved to scare the shit out of us. And it wasn't very, this is like, this is simple. Less than than what you can count on one hand did dad scare us. Yeah. So at one point, um, a room got enclosed in our house with two glass French French doors. doors. Yeah. And um, Fluffer and I decided to stay up one night and watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, I'm a chicken. Fluffer at the time was a bigger chicken. Um, And our dad had long gone to bed. That should have been a clue right there. Because he never, our dad would stay up like all night asleep in his favorite chair. Yeah. And then be forced to go to bed just to be grumpy about waking up to go to bed. Right. And so Fluffer and I are sitting there and we're watching Texas Chainsaw. And it's just a point in the movie where you're anticipating that something is going to happen. And you're hugging your pillow and you're all scared. And then on the fucking glass door behind us. So, I mean, first of all, so... It, it, that is like a, a thing right there that not to sit with your back, right? No. you're thinking, what's going to happen? No. You know, yeah. The door's shut. You we're, know, home. we're home. We're in a safe space. Yeah. No, no, no. Because the back of the couch was near that door. Right. So it's coming from behind us. We scream. Well, when we turn around, it's dark. There's the glare from the TV hitting the glass door. Then you just see a face. Right. Which scares us even more. (laughs) And as we come to our realization, 
Our dad is doing his typical laugh. So our dad would laugh so hard that his shoulders would bounce. And there's no sound coming out of his body. Really, really hard up and down. (laughs) And it's like, that's what he knew. Yeah. And he just scared the living shit out of you. And then he opens the doors and come in. I scared you jackasses and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But we were terrified. And I have not watched Texas Chainsaw since. Well, so I grew up um, deathly afraid of Freddy Krueger. Okay. We I talked mean, about Freddie, I think, in the last We've one. talked about it, yeah. He is just, for me, has just remained um, just the be-all and end-all of my misery. And my brothers, so there's six of us, as you guys know, but um, I'm right in the middle. And our two older brothers are with me kind of in that grouping. There's two years between the three of us. Um and so we, you know, we grew up together and I always like the annoying little sister. I wanted to do everything that they did. And it was a really uh, big deal on Friday night. Can we take a sagu? What would happen when you guys would play funeral? What, what part did you always have to play? So we used to play funeral. <laughs> this is a really quick segue. <laughs> My brothers and I used to play funeral. <laughs> I don't know why. We were weird. And I always had to be the dead person because girls weren't priests and girls couldn't be altar service. Here was the shit part. They would get communion, right? And they would go and either get chips right. or Nilla wafers, which right. I freaking loved Nilla wafers as communion. And I would like pick my head up and be like, I want communion. Like, shut up. You're dead. Dead people don't get communion. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> so I like sit there. And then at the, at the end of the funeral... It was my job to pop up and go, I'm alive. And then they would yell, Family Feud, Family Feud. And then we'd get together. And if you watch Family Feud in the old days, like the Richard Dawson days, um, you would get together, like the families that would win, we'd get all excited and they'd run together and they'd jump up and down in a circle. (laughs) So we would always be so happy and excited at the end of the funeral because their dead sister was now alive. Family feud hug, but I still didn't get the fucking communion. No. And I always had to be dead. They shipped you. I got so screwed, but I was like, okay, Sexism in its rarest yeah, form. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so I was terrified of Freddy Krueger, um, but yet I would sit there. I was young, too, watching Nightmare on Elm Street. I still can see Tina rolling around on the ceiling, getting slashed from the inside out. Um, and I can see her in the body bag dragging down the hallway of the high school and Nancy sitting in class and she's like, help me, Nancy. I still can see it all, right? My brothers. Flashbacks, flashbacks. Yeah, it's all just coming to me. I saw Nam. I'm hate gonna, you. I'm going to need double Xanax now. Anyway. Don't, talk, don't talk about drugs on the podcast. No. So I, uh, and my brothers would be like, oh, you know, you have long, dark hair just like Nancy. Freddie likes long, dark hair. And I'd be like, that's not true, guys. And okay. So at the time, um, I shared a room with our older sister. And it was on the other side of our house. And um, we used to sleep with our door open. From this moment on, I never slept with the bedroom door open again from that point on. Well, because Chapo says no locked doors. Yeah, no locked doors. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, fuck that. I didn't sleep with the door open. So um, I'm asleep. Kind of. Not really asleep yet. It's a summer night. And um, I open my eyes because I hear this noise. And so, like, there was a hallway that you could see right out of my bedroom door. And the hallway led directly to the kitchen. Well, what it was was that my the younger of the two older brothers 
was on top of our eldest brother's shoulders and they had butter knives in between their fingers and their arms were stretched out and they were dragging the butter knives along the hallway walls because the extension of the butter knives right. allowed them right. to touch both fucking sides of the wall. Yep. I remember being like so scared. I was, like, even I was like, I was like, oh. Uh, uh. and our older sister was like what's wrong and I was like uh. she's like you guys are idiots she like jumped out of bed and my mom came and I was just like oh my god I was so scared I slept in between mom and dad that night you know what's funny is this is how fucked up we are all I can think is they're lucky they didn't scratch the walls dude because as Chapel, I'm telling the story fuck them as up. I'm telling the story I'm like how did they not scratch the yeah. wall yeah how yeah. did they not scratch the wall? And why didn't they get their ass beat for it? No. No. It didn't happen. No. But it was horrifying. So to this day, <laughs> I remain <laughs> terrified. They also used to, like, turn the lights off on me. So, like, we live in the same property as our grandparents. Uh-huh. Our grand. Oh, when and you go so, from one house, yeah. I so, hated like, that I would, shit. I would leave, like, my grandparents' back door. And I used to count the steps. It was something like... 75 steps or something to go from my grandparents through the bricks to the, the yeah to the little stepping stones to our sidewalk into our house like that's how close my grandparents lived if my brothers knew mm-hmm. that i was leaving and it was always like as the sun was setting it was starting to get dark dusk what the fuck that was the it wall was that door no it was the wall Which it was wall? that because nicholas is sitting right there but it just scared the crap out of me yeah oh we're having a hard time guys we're getting scared in our own house in our house in our it house is. it's our house and we're scared oh um no if our brothers do i like that they heard us real fear in real time last time it was the note under the door yes. and now it's yes. just because we're chicken shit because of what we're talking about you know what i ain't afraid to be afraid <laughs> I ain't afraid to be afraid. I'm just afraid. I'm just scared. Uh, and I'm looking at Dave's unicorn costume just hanging there. I'm like a dead unicorn. And it looks like... You're gonna, did, what, was that there last night? Yes. Did you see it in the night? It didn't scare me. Well, but now it's going to... I'm going to put it in my closet. Yeah. Dave, uh, gonna, Dave's going to be a full-size unicorn for, for Halloween. Halloween. And the dead unicorn head is <laughs> just hanging there. And it, my bra hanging behind it looks like it's ass cheek. I have a pink bra. It's hanging behind the unicorn. If you do a quick glance, it looks like the unicorn's ass cheeks. You know what? uh, We'll post a picture. Yeah. So you guys can see. Anyway, my brothers would do shit like they would know that I was leaving my grandparents' house coming out of the back door. And they would shut the door to our house and and turn off the outside lights. And then they would go. So our door had a mail slot. And they would talk through the door and be like, the devil's coming for you. I'd be like, ah, screaming. God, it was awful. Your cheeks are so red. I'm so scared. (laughs) And angry at once. All at once. (laughs) So just to fuck shit up more, we're going to talk about a Ouija board. Why not? (laughs) Let's do it. We're already committed. Let's just stay in it. Hit that anal dry. Do it. Go. So this is a fucked up story. <laughs> you say that about every story. They are. So one of my girlfriends wrote in, and um, <laughs> at the time, she, her sister, and another friend of ours. Um, so my friend, 
the two friends are about 12, 13. And the sister's like a couple years older. Um, and mm. their dad had strict, strict rules on no Ouija boards. A lot of Mexican parents do. Our mom uh, did. No, we do. We, no, uh, we do too. No Ouija boards yeah. allowed in our house. Not house. even like as Halloween decor oh, blanket. No, no. Fuck oh, I that even see them on like shit. pillowcases with yeah. Ouija. And I'm like, uh-uh. that shouldn't come in my house. Nope. No. No. First of all, it's funky to spell. Yeah. <laughs> Ouija. Ouija. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> so- That's the first hit. <laughs> I don't eat nothing I can't spell. <laughs> Good. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> so, so, this is not a funny story. So anyways, there was a no Ouija board, very strict rule. And it was summertime because they were getting ready to go swim. So they snuck the Ouija board into the house. They turned off all the lights, closed the blinds, and they lit candles. Always, always fun. Because always that's, fun to do. that's what, that's you, what do. you do. Yeah. Um, and so they were playing with it for a while. Nothing's happening. And the older sisters like complaining that it's getting really dull and unexciting. And then silly messages started appearing, like things that said, I'm evil. Not so silly. Right? Right. So the older sister says that it's bullshit. And she takes one of the tea light candles that they had lit and puts it out upside down on the Ouija board, spilling wax on the Ouija board. Now, if you if you know anything about Ouija boards or seances or when you do things like that. Any portal type any of thing. Any type of thing. You're always supposed to close it out. Right. Okay. You open it. And you close and it. And you close it. Even if you say something like, okay, we're done now. Go back to wherever you were. Um, you're no oh, longer I welcome. Want, I want to talk about. I want you're talk no about. longer welcome here or whatever. You're supposed to say something like that, and you're done. Okay. You, you don't put a. You don't just light leave it out. Mm-mm. That's disrespectful. Out on it with the wax spilling yeah, on the board. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. She said that literally at that moment when the candle went out on it and the wax spilled on it, they heard a loud pop. But they didn't know where it came from. They didn't know where it came from. It came from in the room with them. <laughs> right. Didn't know where. And they all kind of freaked out. And then they're like, all right, we're done. Fuck this shit. We're done. Let's go swimming. And they go to go swimming. Yeah. So the oldest sister jumps in the pool first. And then um, my friend's on the ladder. And the visiting friend notices that there is smoke billowing out from the, the sunroom. Uh-huh. And so they start freaking out and screaming. My friend runs to like the family's travel trailer to find find the fire extinguisher. In the meantime, the dad goes into the house, into the bedroom, and puts the fire out with a towel. A fire started in their bedroom where they were playing with the Ouija board. And burnt the carpet where they were playing with the Ouija board. Because apparently... An electric sharpener. Pencil sharpener. Pencil sharpener. In the bedroom. Shorted. Randomly shorted. And caught fire. And caught fire. So the lesson there is... Don't fuck with no Ouija boards. Don't fuck with Ouija boards. Now, the dad eventually found the hidden Ouija board. And threw it away. And threw it away. As well he should. And I see it all over, like, especially, like, a lot of the yogis that I follow or anyone, like, into, like, mysticism and stuff. And they're always, like, let's smoke a blunt. And then, like, oh, witches and all that stuff, but Ouija boards. And I'm like, why are you so stupid? Why would you smoke a blunt first? I don't know. 
I see it all the time. I've never seen that. Oh, I'll show you one of my favorite don't, people. Don't, you can, you one don't of have my, to. You not, don't have no, to. no, I'm not talking about, I'm not going to show you with her Ouija board, but one of my favorite yogis that I follow, she's a great yogi, but it's all about like black cats and, oh, and, and Ouija's and thing. all that. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this isn't. I'd rather have a wedgie than that? a Ouija. I, I know in 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 Latina culture, oh. with, we know we don't we don't mess. And then you know what? I think it's any like deep rooted like Catholicism or sect of yes yeah, so Christianity or anything like that. You're like you just don't mess with spirits. You just leave them at rest. And so whenever I meet people. Even people in our own family, and they're just like, oh, yeah, I want to go to this psychic. And I'm like, what are you okay, doing? I am one of those people. No, I'm, I get so upset. I'm just like, dude, keep that shit away from me. I know. Because it's... But I want to talk to Bob. I don't. I'll see him when I enter into the hereafter. <sighs> I don't... Mm-mm. Oh, there's a lot waiting for me there. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. I'm going to I ain't gonna do that. Okay, this one is a family story. Okay, so I, as we were getting stories together, I was telling Nikki... Okay, so where we grew up, by our childhood home, um, there was like a local cemetery. It was tiny. It was small community because our our town was kind of old. Yeah. And it had those, you know, those really tall headstones and things like that. And so I was always fascinated by it, especially at night. We're coming home from our grandmother's house or something. We would always stop right there. We'd always get that stoplight right there. Uh-huh. And I always was like, I don't want to look over. But then I would look over. Because you want to see something walking through it. I was like, I but know. But you don't want to see something I walking through it. I just know I'm going to see someone walking through it. And so. I told you what me, dad, and Fluffer did, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it always started like a conversation. Like more often than not, somebody would say something. And well, so. Well, and if we were at the correct part of the stoplight. Right. Then. Um, dad would do something, yeah, say something right. to try and scare right, us. Right, scare us. And so he had told a story and it was there parked at that red light that he, I first remember him telling this following story. So we, we didn't have a lot of the details. So we reached out to a family member yeah. that would know it. So um, our paternal grandfather had a cousin in Mexico. I think he, there were two cousins, correct? Well, it was just, I only know about the one cousin. Okay. Um, and the cousin and a bunch of his friends took their girlfriends to the cemetery, to the cemetery at night, at night like, to fool around. Right. But then also it was rumored there was a witch buried there. Right. And they wanted to drive a stake through the grave of, of this the witch. witch. Right. So, of course, they get there. Right. right. And the my our grandfather's cousin has the stake. And the mallet or hammer, whatever the hell he was using. And he starts to hammer the stake into the grave. Right. An owl in a nearby tree screeches and, and scares, scares the everybody. out of them. And everybody goes running. Right. Well, the cousin can't move, can't run because he was wearing a poncho. Right. And some, so stereotypical. Right. right? He's wearing a poncho and... His poncho, is he stuck. thinks, yeah. is being held by the witch right. in the grave. In reality. Well, so the next day, right. they go back and he's dead on the grave of the witch because what happened? He nailed himself to the grave. Yeah. He when pinned, he, when he drove the stake in, it's dark. He the, went through the poncho. He went through the poncho to the ground when everyone turned around and ran he thought he was being held back. 
by the he witch. had like a massive heart attack or stroke and died and he died from fear and from fear now, and I'm, when I had the bubble guts earlier yeah. and I was thinking about this yeah. I was like it's not like a t-shirt when you go down your t-shirts on yeah. your body right. a poncho yeah. goes down and separates right. so especially if he's on his knees right. that poncho's right there resting on the ground yes but oh, it's dark my, that's they the worst way it. to die that's, it's, it's immediate it's it's like boom gone <gasps> Um, so in telling that story, but our mom was there, Chapo was sitting there and, um, are we going to tell the, we get to tell Chapo's costume for, it's the Halloween episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we, okay. So pause. Um, for three years now, I have been working on Chapo since she got the last, since she got the nickname of Chapo to please, please, please. Dress up as Chapo for Halloween. Yeah, like the El Chapo for Halloween. And she, Chapo Guzman. That's yeah, Chapo right? Guzman. She she's fought it every year. Yeah, she wasn't gonna do it. And so this year, and it was so easy. This I, year, I think I've worn her down. I think the podcast and the notoriety of her right, being Chapo has she, helped. So you guys have helped bring this out. Yeah, you've helped bring this so to fruition. This year, I'm running her on an errand, and I was like. She's like, I don't know what to be for Halloween. Da, 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 da. I go, Mom, Mom please, be please be Chapo. And she says, okay. okay. Just like that. So Chapo. It came. Did you see it? No. The jumpsuit came. Oh, So okay. we got her an orange prison suit. We have to get the marker to write Chapo. Yeah. Um, and then she got her face paint to draw. To draw her. on her mustache. We got to get her to put her bangs back. Good luck with that. Well, if it if it's gonna give her notoriety in the public, she might do it. She might because we're gonna post these pictures. Oh, of Chapo yes. dressed up as so. Chapo is going to be Chapo. It's a very big deal. Such a big deal. <laughs> so, anyways, we're sitting there with Chapo talking about um, these stories, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So I remember that our dad. So when our parents were kids, um, and people would die, family members or friends or whomever. Um, instead of like wakes being held at mortuaries, they were held in the family home. Right. And then I didn't know this till Chapo told us. Right. That knowing like if you go to a funeral now, the body is in the casket. Like really in. sunken in. You have to kind of go and look but in. But back then. They elevated it. And like, so it was like on top almost. almost like really almost laying, to the top. Really laying very near the surface of you know, the, the so coffin. So even if you didn't want to see the body from you the back were going of the room, to see the body. See it. Yeah. And honestly, now that I think about it, my very, very first memory of a family um, funeral was, was it in Tucson? Four. No, it was actually not in Tucson, That's shockingly enough. Um, it was, um, I, I, it was our uncle's godfather that died. And I remember being in the very back of the church and I could see his body up, up. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. I've never seen one like yeah, that. It's crazy. But anyway, so I remember our dad telling us this story that when he was a kid, so these wakes lasted like days. Well, mm. if you're mm. Hispanic and Italian and those kind of cultures and food is involved, yeah. nobody's going anywhere. Honestly, I think it's every culture but American culture. Because when my mother-in-law passed away, it was a days-long event. Um, people in Europe that we know, it's yeah. a days long event. It's every other culture but American culture that I know of. Yeah, because it, 
Remember, like when Dad died. Yeah. And everybody's telling stories. Yeah. And there's food. So and- it's it's really about like really celebrating the life and community and remembering. But anyway. So back then, you know, these wakes are held in the home and they would just go on for days and hours and people are tired. Into the night. And the, the body stays in the family home. It was usually like in a drawing room or something and they closed the door. And then in the morning, the family would gather around. They'd say prayers and it starts mm-hmm. all over again. Well, my our dad said that he was really little, probably about six years old. Yeah. He said, and he must have gotten really tired and fell asleep. On the chairs, on like the, laid across know, the chairs. Yeah, so, you know, our grandmother just puts the chairs together, not to disturb him, leaves him asleep in the same room as the coffin with so, the corpse. I'm picturing, though, like, everybody's talking. He's yeah. asleep in the middle, and people just kind of start to linger out. Yeah, and they're, and they're just in the next room, eating food and everything. Like, when you, know, you wake up and you can hear yeah. everything. Everyone's yeah. just right there. But imagine being a six-year-old kid. In the you dark. you open your eyes. And the light's on, like, over the body. But They've not, kept it illuminated. like... But right, right. no one else is in the room with you except for a dead body. A dead body. <laughs> and then our mom goes, oh, yeah, that happened to me, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what she said, fuck? I was a little girl in yeah. Tucson. Yeah. And Someone died. She fell asleep on the chair. Our grandmother just put the chairs together to let her keep sleeping. Just went into the next room. And she talk. wakes up in a dead body. Dead body right in front of her. Fuck. That I would have pissed my pants. Dude, I don't know why. I peed my pants dead. a lot as a child. I would have definitely peed my pants I've been dead. So this led us to more just memories. Okay, so where our grand our paternal grandmother lived in that neighborhood, um, maybe I don't know, three, four miles away. I can picture those windows. There um was this house that we would drive by sometimes with just if we had to run errands go to the grocery store with our grandmother or come back from church with her or whenever we were in that particular direction especially if we were with our aunts and uncles um we would drive in front of this one particular house and this house had three dolls in the window and every day it didn't matter when you went by the dolls were in different clothes yeah they had costumes for Halloween. Yeah. They had that. Christmas clothes on. Fuck. Well, there's that. a story behind those dolls. It's really kind of tragic, but it turns really Is it a true freaky. story? I don't know if it's one of those. Or is it like those, a Lakewood like, urban legend? I have no idea. But, you know, Lakewood's weird. So, the story goes that, see, I always want to believe this lady just like dolls. Yeah, sure. Okay. But this the is story, where you decided that you hated porcelain dolls. Right. And our mother loved them. She used to buy Somebody them. Somebody gave me some when I was little. She used to she used to buy these porcelain dolls and they had on like different colored like Southern Belle dresses, pink and blue and oh, yellow. Oh, no, we're near Southern were, Bells. And they were on these like round um, like stands. That's right. And they had like parasols. Yeah. And they were just sitting on top of like our uh, our yeah. dresser and they would just stare at you. I hate, I was so happy when they broke. Anyway. Was it on accident? Maybe. Um, And uh, so the story of these freaky dolls in the window is that this lady had three children. They were playing in the street and they got hit by a car and all three died. And ever since her children died, she kept these dolls in the window. I do not know oh. if this story is true or not. All oh. I know is my entire childhood and on into my teen years, 
those dolls were still there. But didn't somebody like to drive you by that house and scare you? On purpose? Yes. Yes. Our aunt loved to scare. She was like the most fun though. I know. It was so much fun. But she scared the shit out of us and drive us in front of these freaky dolls. I know. It was horrible. And it and gives like, you. You see them move? Yeah. You see them blink? Yeah. Yeah. If you come at a certain time at night, oh they'll, they'll wave to you. Or they'll move their heads. Like, well, ah! I remember a side note. The same aunt yeah. used to tell me that at midnight, yeah. when the grandfather clock chimed, yes, that our, our grandfather, grandfather flushed, flushed the, the toilet. toilet. Yeah. All right. Yes. Our grandmother, the same grandmother, had a huge grandfather clock um, in her entryway. And so every hour, you know, it made that chime. But I only ever heard it at night. Oh, I I never noticed it any other time of the day. But when you were asleep there at night, especially if you were in a good sleep. Okay, I'm having major flashbacks. And I'm having chills. I know. And I picture myself as 2020 on the TV. I know. Covered up like, it's chiming. I know. I don't want to see Nono walk by. I know. And I would listen for the flush. Yeah. Oh, fuck my life, man. I know. It was horrible. So we went to an all-girl private school. Right. Now, there was a classroom, um, 301. Room 301. And so this is the story that I know. I don't know if you know the same story. Okay. So 301 had that little stage kind of in the front. So this this particular classroom, I believe at one point in time, was actually a, a chapel. chapel. Yes. So it, it had like this elevated um, platform that usually the teachers would like put their podiums up right. there. Right. If or you had to do a presentation. Desk. Yeah, that's where you would go. But I And it was a really big classroom. Right. And so I, like the desks never filled up the classroom no, all the way. No, it was usually like tables or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never knew that it had been a chapel before. Yes. And so I thought it was like just a stage for like yes. whatever. I know the story you're going to tell. So, it's the same story I heard. Okay. It's fucked up. And so that <clears throat> that one of the nuns... Yeah. Was very devout. Yes, and prayed in that chapel multiple times. And a day. she was a very devoted teacher. She she loved the students. She loved the school. And um, when she died, she was actually lied. Like you know, her wake was held in, in this classroom slash that used to be a chapel. So I'm assuming that's before the real chapel. Before the actual chapel. Got okay. Built. Yeah. So she dies. Right. And so years and years and years later. Hundreds of thousands of girls. <laughs> Not really. Not hundreds, but, but thousands of a girls. A lot of girls have now cycled through this school. And um, so at our high school, if you were really sitting out there for a really long time waiting for your parents and one of the nuns saw that you still hadn't been picked up, they would usually have you go into their convent and call your parents or check and see if you were okay. there was a convent on campus. Yeah, so the nuns actually lived there. You know how people are listening to this point? These bitches went to all private school. We did. Explains everything. I know, that's why we're so fucked <laughs> up. But anyway, so the story goes that this one girl is sitting there and it's getting kind of late. Um, it's not nighttime yet, but you know, it's after school. And um, Nikki is now hugging a pillow. And um, she's waiting for her mom and dad, and they're not there yet. And then this nun comes by, and this girl's never seen her before, but there's nuns that live in the convent that don't teach at the school. Right. Or and nuns visiting Yeah. Even. And she was just like, honey, you know what? Are, are you okay? Are your parents here? And she was just like, no, you know, they haven't come yet. She's like, well, come in. She's like, why don't you follow me and go ahead and call your mom and dad? So the, the nun gets a head start and she walks away and the girl follows and the nun goes into room 301 and the girl follows her there and written on the chalkboard, it says, 
please pray for me. How fucked up is that story? I don't know if this is a real story or not. This is like one of those private school. If you went to like a boarding school or a, any of those types of schools, these are these stories that get told to you in the classroom. I by, mean, the I, devout nun is real. The chapel is yeah, real. Yeah, the chapel is real. And the faculty would tell these stories usually as you were sitting in. So th- room 301 has a history of the lights going on and off in the middle of class. Oh my God, I forgot about that. All the time. Yes. All the time. Okay. Right? You'd be sitting there and you have those overhead um, fluorescent lights. Oh, like In those panel lights. And you're sitting there and they'll be like on and then off. I think I blocked that out. And then um, because uh, we often would have to be there in the evenings we were very advanced. We're very involved in school, or you know, for whatever reason, you could walk by 301 at any given moment and the lights would be on. Yes. And then they would shut back yes. off. And I remember like being in class yeah. in there and lights would I totally fucking forgot. Always that. on the lights would just turn off. Yeah. You would hear the switch. Yeah. And you're not even thinking about it. You're just kind of like, eh. But if you knew the story, you would freak the hell out. Yeah. And then, what? What? And then the story gets told. And then, like, every, it didn't matter who the teachers were. It seemed like every teacher that I had that uh-huh. taught in that classroom was the coolest freaking teacher. That's where I fell in love with women's lit. Yeah. In that room. In that room. Now, I did have a teacher tell me, and I don't think it's real, and I'm going to just keep telling myself okay. that it's not real. Oh, okay. That they, the book that that class was reading at the time was Lord of the Flies. Oh, I read Lord of the Flies in there. Did you? Yes. Oh my god. My favorite my favorite teacher that was running it at the time, her initials are AC. Yeah. Yeah, I read Lord of the Flies in that room. 301. Okay. She's not the one that told me that. No. A different one did. Okay. And that when reading that book, oh my god. That what? What's behind? I, I just saw the reflection of oh, the phone don't in the mirror. Don't do that to me. Scared me. I'm a big girl. Go have a heart attack. <laughs> She said that when reading that book in class, that they started getting flies on the window. Shut the fuck up. And they thought, like, the first time, well, like, why are there flies on the window? And so, you know, cleared off the flies. That didn't happen to uh, us. I'm telling you I'm just what telling this person you, told that me. That didn't happen to us. Well, and then it happened a few times that they had to stop reading that book in the class. No, we, we read Lord of the Flies. It didn't happen. But I think about it now, and how many times I opted to sit in the very last seat in the very last row so me and my friends could like screw around and talk and the, the you know the doors had that huge cross breeze yes it was a huge room and yes. i think about it now how many times i was there after school and just willy-nilly walk right back and forth no big deal well i remember when we would have dances in chapel yes. court which yes. is a courtyard right outside that classroom right and then it would be like a dare like Go, go look at 301. Yeah, so we didn't do that. And then somebody would go and be like, oh my God, I saw a face. And yeah, oh, yeah. Well, and you would always swear because they had these big drape curtains that you would have to like, shh. Oh, that the drapes would move. Yeah. The drapes stop would it, move. Stop it. Stop it. I, I remember. It was the worst. It was the worst thing. Our school was all like outdoor, like in terms of like, it wasn't within an enclosed building. Right. So every classroom was like, you had to walk outside to go from one class to the like next the, class. Like every door led to an outside. Yeah, to an outside. So, which was a it bitch sucked when it rained. rained. I know, totally. You know how many times I slept in my penny, slipped in my penny. I was just gonna say, you know how many yeah. times I fell because of my stupid shoes. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, sorry. We just got a little carried away because now we're dealing with some major flashbacks. And if you're listening to this and you went to our high school, you're sitting there going, oh my God. You know, and that's I, pr- right. I pride myself on not dealing with anything and suppressing memories. Yeah. Thanks, fucker. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so <laughs> along the lines with this, I taught, I went on to teach with um, with my dad for a few years at an all-boy high school. Okay. That whole school was fucking creepy. This was a, a huge school. And... Um, three-story building? Three-story building. And my classroom, of course, was on the third floor. And that stairwell itself... Well, I yeah. Well, you have issues with the stairwell. I have issues with the stairwell because I fell down them so many times. But, but that stairwell um, alone was scary. It was very because scary. Because you could take the elevator. Yeah. And that was like a horror movie waiting to happen. <laughs> it was. The whole school was just a train wreck. And <laughs> they, they gave all the younger, newer teachers classrooms on the third floor. Because your young bodies could take we you were, up there. Yeah. But one year... Um, I remember just uh, Nikki was with me. We we're setting up a classroom and it was like Nikki's like, I didn't even like she didn't even want to be left alone in the classroom. No, it had. I can't tell you what it was. It was just the most horrific presence. There was a heavy aura. It was scary. Build. You know how like if you're scared of something, but you get yes. into a room. Yeah. And then it's like, OK. Yeah. But it didn't was, matter didn't if matter. you were in a room. Yeah. It was just. Yeah. I can tell you, though, when I was teaching there, when the kids were actually on campus and like I was in the middle of class, I never felt that it felt light and and good. And it was Uh -uh. when it was like empty, it was like whatever. And so after when our our dad passed away, um, weeks after our mom got sick and I had this dream that I was running through the hallways of this school in the third floor looking for my dad because we almost lost our mom six weeks after our dad died. Yeah. Um, and I was like just opening up classroom doors and they were all empty and dark. And I come finally to this last classroom and I open it and our dad is sitting there wearing his white polo shirt with the school logo on it. Right. Sitting at his desk. And if you knew my dad, he always had legal pads that he liked to write notes on. The yellow legal pads, and he loved to sharpen pencils. Uh-huh. And he was sitting there doodling, which he did all, the, all time. the time. He'd write names, or he'd write like little geometric shapes. Yeah, he liked to do that S thing. Yeah, I mean, and, he like, would just sit, boxes. Yeah, he would just sit there and like doodle. And I walk into the classroom. My dad's sitting at this desk in the dark, doodling on this notepad. And I asked him if he was there, like for our mom. So that's the kind of place, mm-hmm. like the aura. I didn't get that bad vibe at our high school. No. That, it was I just that like, one I would room. be scared walking by that room because yeah. I know the story. But like, right. I would go into like the g- MPB yeah. by itself, which yeah. is like the gym for right. non-MPBers. Right. I would it's go. It's called multi-purpose building. But that right. room was huge. Yeah. Now, I didn't like to go into the locker room. No. By Alone, myself. Oh, no, me either. Because that creeped me out. Yeah. But I mean, I went through the whole school offices. Yeah, yeah. Never scared. No. Um, but even this... like the other school he taught at. Right. Oh no, that place freaked me out. Oh, that too. one didn't. But um, but this particular school that we taught, it was old, and it was huge, and it just had a lot of really like a really heavy, funky presence there. Yeah. So I mean, I think this is a good place to end things because yeah. I can't go very much. Farther. No, that that's that's, that's our last that's one. It. We t- 
Okay, so that's actually not it. Because we stupid. We we actually got a we have a correction to make because we got um, on high authority. Yes, the classroom was not from our high school. So if you went to our old high school and you know this story, it was not room three hundred one like we had said. It was room three hundred two. Yes, and um, for some. People, it seems like this is a revelation they didn't know. Yeah, like on my Facebook, I had posted because that's where we were trying to figure out the classroom number. And a bunch of girls from my class right. had no idea. I think, however, girls from my... I, I want to say the older generations knew this more. And it might have just as the years go on, your stories kind of get watered down or lost because... You right. Know. So if... You got to keep these scary stories alive because yeah. we need these younger generations to be just as freaked out as we are. Right. Scary nuns are always. Scary nuns. Oh, oh fuck that. Okay. Um, then um, one of our uh, devoted listeners sent us one of the most. Okay. She, I, she's I, actually one of the first messages we got. And yeah. I think that's where I missed adding her on our list. Yeah. So um, this is one of. Stop touching. Andrea's like, if she could be in a corner rocking back and forth on the ground, pulling her hair from her temples, that's basically what she's doing in because the chair it's right like, now. I mean, so many of the stories are scary, but it's like, Samantha fucked me up. Okay, well, okay. now we got Samantha's boyfriend. Now we got Samantha's little boyfriend, <laughs> and we're going to tell this story. So this one's actually oh. from, like she said, one of our most devoted um, from the beginning listeners. And they lived in a house and they had a little boy ghost. A little boy. Kid ghosts. Kid, no. Fuck me up. Not even kid ghosts. Kids in general. No, no, but kid ghosts. Yes. Are, because they're mischievous. Yeah. Because they're kid nature. They want you to be their mom. Oh, stop it. Stop it. (laughs) So, um, it was a little boy. And then they came to find out because there was apparitions of him. They saw they apparitions. They actually saw. For years. They saw this little Asian boy. Well, they found out he was Asian through a neighbor. Okay. Um, that told them that an Asian family had lived there and they had a sick child. Uh. Now, nobody can confirm or not whether he died in that house or not. But either way, as a child, this boy lived in that house. So they find out he's a little boy. They find out he's Asian. So they name him Toshio from The Grudge. Have if you've I've, never seen The Grudge? I saw it one time and I really blocked a lot of it out of my memory. I lived, okay, so Dave and I, we lived in, we lived in the most northern tip of California. If you've ever heard of Weed, California, we lived there for a year. And like our backyard was like the forest and Mount Shasta. Like that's what you could see out of our back window. Yeah. Um, and that's where I saw The Grudge for the first time. Fuck that noise. Fuck off that <laughs> Awful. noise. Awful. Awful. Yeah, no. Awful. No. If you go to Disneyland and ride um, the Jungle Cruise, there's actually a portion, not the Jungle Cruise, um, the Riverboat. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Mark Twain. Yeah. There's a a scene that you come upon and Is there still Mark Twain there? Yeah. Mark Twain. I heard of it. There's a scene where there's like, it's supposed to be like an indigenous kid, like crouched down, like looking in the water. But you don't see a face. You see the figure and the hair is all draped in front of the face. Mm-hmm. And every time Dave's like, look, the grudge. And I'm like, oh, my God. Dave's fucked up. Oh, my God. Dave's fucked up. Anyway, so this story. Okay. So, they, so they, she sent us three. And really from the three, I couldn't pick. Could it, you pick? No. Right. They're all fucked up. Okay. So um, the dad was in his room at his computer. And his back is kind of to the door. And he's working on something. And he thinks 
that his son, right, because the girl had a brother, he thinks that his son has ran into his room and into has run, into run ran, room. room has ran into run ran room. It ran. ran into the room. <laughs> just, our English doesn't sound right anymore. All the words no. we say, it, none of it sounds right. It's okay. Anyway, they think he, that he ran in. I think you're right. Yeah, he, he thinks that in. he ran into the room right. behind him. I'm gonna fuck your shit up later. I'm so sorry. And into his closet. Right, and you know if so, if you see so, it's not like something just kind of passes. You know, well, you would feel the wind movement, but you feel the air change. Even that, when I see my kids enter my room, I know when they've walked in. So Maybe he it's Amanda saw looking for Toshio. his kid walk in, right? Right, and he's so pissed and into the closet. Now, right. I guess the closet's where they kept Christmas presents because he's assuming now that his son is trying to look through Christmas presents. Hi, Mikey, LA Gear, nineteen. 80 whatever asshole ruining Nikki's Christmas. Go ahead. Um, and so he's annoyed and he yells for his son to come out of the closet. Right. And um, after about a minute, there's no movement and he hears a bang on the wall inside the closet. So now he's pissed. And according to our listener, her dad's ready to whoop ass. Yeah. He's right? ready to get up and go whoop some ass. Right. So he has to get up from his chair. He goes into the closet. There's nobody in the closet. But now he had, ties hanging in the closet and it looked as if somebody had just ran by the ties and like touched them with their hands like you know like kind of disheveled them right yeah um like you know with the chimes how you move the chimes right and so he goes downstairs his wife is downstairs and he's looking for his son his son had been outside playing the whole time the wife is watching him from the window it wasn't the son they were the only ones home yeah so that was, and I guess the dad was skeptical too up until that point. Right. And then he had his own experience. So he was like, okay, oh, mm-hmm. validation. So this next story also, this is all involving this little boy. Right. Okay. The, their ghost this boy. This is all Toshio. This is all Toshio. Go ahead. I can't. So the brother is asleep in, oh, and that was the other reason that they named him Toshio from the grudge, but also in the brother's closet, there was a push-up attic that creeped them out. Oh, hell so that's kind of how they came up with the name. Right. So the brother is asleep in his room. He has a four-poster bed, a wooden bed, and he's woken up because his bed is shaking. So he wakes up and he's kind of, you know, you're, you're like, did I dream that? Did that really like happen? LA, we would have been like, that's an earthquake. Right? <laughs> but like... Make sure the spatulas between the cabinets yeah. in the kitchen. Ghosts don't be shaking beds in LA because we're no. just like earthquake. All right, go. Wait a second. It's Is stop. it coming back in? I'll go okay. back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so he kind of wakes up, and you know nothing's going on. So he's like, uh, well, he falls back asleep, or goes to go fall back asleep, and then his bed starts shaking so freaking violently Mm-mm. that the wood of the of the poster boards. Is hitting the floorboards. Of the posts. Of the posts. Yeah. Like the four post bed. Right. And the wood's hitting the floorboards. Oh, hell no. So now his bed is shaking violently. He's screaming hysterically. Right. Wakes up the whole house. Toshio. So the sisters switch rooms with him. Because girls are always so much braver. Let me just say that. So much more brave all the time. And so (laughs) the sisters switch room with him. And at one point, um, their dad had taken... So she said that the two bedrooms, the doors were right next to each other. And so the dad had taken the doors off the hinges because he was painting the doors. So just the hinges were left. And her brother's in his room listening to music or whatever he had on, or video game, something like that. And it was really loud. 
and she couldn't hear her music in her room. So she goes to his room and is like, lower that or I'm telling mom and dad. So he's like, okay, I'll lower it. I'll lower it. He stops her in the hallway and he lowers the music. So now they both turn around and they're going to go to their respective rooms. But somebody comes up behind her and shoves her. And it's not her brother because he's just still standing there. Mm. And she hits the hinge that's now exposed. She said that she still has a scar on her leg. Mm -hmm. And the brother was like, that was not me. It was Toshio. Yeah. That's why I told Nikki, Toshio and Samantha need to meet and hook up in the afterlife. And leave our friends alone. everybody alone. Because this is some fucked up stories. It's horrible. um, Another story we have is actually our, our nephew's. So, um, Ugh. our nephew, it started when he was younger. He was like, I think three or four. As soon as he could talk. Right. And he would go into. Like clearly, like when kids can actually explain themselves. He, and my, they had this. Oh, oh, I'm getting chills just like thinking about it. That's why I will not sleep there. Well, I we're going to talk about me sleeping I know, there I will never. I have never. And I will never sleep there because of this story. Um, so my brother and his wife, our brother and his wife yeah. would find our nephew in their master closet laughing and talking. And they were like, who are you talking to baby? And he would say, they couldn't figure out if he was saying grand, happy, grand, pappy. Right. But it was grand something. Some like older man. So there was an old man in their closet that was always talking to, to our, our nephew. nephew. Um, and that continued, I think they moved, but I think Grand Happy Grand is, Happy follows is, them. He has followed. Yeah. Um, and just at various points in time, our nephew is talking to Grand Happy. But both nephews do well, now. Well now, yeah, second one came in, but and then also remember she was saying she was in the shower. Well, that was when they saw dad. Who saw dad? One of our nephews, like she was giving the the boys like a shower or something. And she was just kind of like scantily dressed. Like, no, she was in the shower. Or she was in the shower. Yes. And the boys were just in the bathroom. Right. And they were talking. Who are you talking to? And they're like, Papa. And our sister-in-law is like, Bob? Mr. Mendoza? This is not. I Bob. Yeah. Bob, this is not appropriate. <laughs> you need to get you out. Get. We love you. You need to get out. And I'm like, that's freaking hilarious, but terrifying at the same time. Right. So most recently, um, now their youngest child, so not even the grand happy child, their no, youngest dis- child, yeah. um, went to he my- gets punked. The younger one gets punked. <laughs> he went to go. He was crying or something happened. Right. And so my our sister-in-law goes and says, Well, come to my room. Well, as she's walking him into their bedroom. The door is partially open. Oh, my God. I get chills because I've been to these places. Yuck. And he's turned around and he says to the air, "Um, I'm going to sleep. I can't play right now. Yeah. And she's like, who are you talking to? And he's like, the little girl. Oh, hell And she's like, you are not allowed in my bedroom. Like, fucking chills. You are not allowed in my bedroom. Leave him alone. He needs to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. She shut the door and my nephew slept in her room. Now- I found this next part out way later after my own experience (laughs) that the older of the two little guys, um, they have three boys, but one's in college. The older of the two little ones um, wouldn't sleep in his bedroom. Now, Nikki and Zachums and Antonia went for a visit and stayed there and slept in 
that bedroom. In that bedroom. And yeah. I didn't know this at the time. Right. So we know nothing, right? Nobody has told us anything. Nope. Bastards. Right. And. <laughs> they lie. They lie. And so Antonia <gasps> is set up in a little tent on the floor. And the bedroom door is shut. And Zach Ums and I are in the bed. Now, I want the edge because it's closer to the fan. <laughs> and that's how that worked. Because she's hot. And there's a Jack and Jill bathroom. And the other bedroom door was locked, right. too, so that the kids wouldn't come in and right. everything else. And we're laying there, and we're about to fall asleep, and the bathroom light turns on. And it's a push-button light, and you hit click-click, and the light turns on. And I bust my, like, my eyes wide open, and I'm like, babe, the light turned on. And he's like, that's weird. So I go, go turn it off. <laughs> so Zachams goes, and he turns it off. He comes back in bed. Because, you know, he white. Yeah. And white people be, I mean, not all, but, you know, it's like in the scary movie. Yeah. Minorities are not going to uh-uh. go into the haunted house. Uh-uh. They're not going to dare the each other. The black man don't die in this movie. No. no. The Mexicans are going to go and no. do that. They're going to go like, even the Asians are like, I'm going to do that. No. no. But the white people are always going to go, yeah. oh, it's nothing. And he was Mr. Ghost Hunter before we met. Right. So he go, you turn go, it go off. turn it off. Right. Be the big man here. That's right. So Ay, he Dios. turns it off. Oh. He comes Back to bed. Literally, he just lays down. Click, click. The <laughs> fucking bathroom light turns, turns on. on. And I'm like, oh, hell no. And we can't be loud because Antonia's asleep. Right. And we don't want her crying and being up all night. Right. So he goes in there. And now he's like, maybe there's a, a movement sensor or. Of course, because there's got to be a logical explanation as well, to why things are happening this way. I wanted that to be the Come logical on now. explanation. You know. I know, but I don't want to know. Mm. So he goes in there and he's you know, messing with the light. Maybe it got stuck. Exactly. Right? They're doing the walk. Yeah. <laughs> like trying to get this shit to turn like, on. Kids with sticky hands. Maybe there's something sticky around the edge, <laughs> right? So poor Zachums, he tries the one on the opposite wall, right? Because you can do it from both. And we check to make sure like our brother isn't fucking with us or the oldest nephew or something. Nope. And that door's locked still yeah. to that other bedroom. Yep. Mm-mm. So I'm like, you need to shut that door. Yeah. And now I don't know how I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. There comes the rosary. Right. Right. So he turns off the light, makes sure that it's off, shuts all bathroom doors, comes and lays down. Click, click. You can see it through the. Through the bottom. Yeah. The light comes back on. Fuck that. So I'm like, you know what? Don't fucking touch the light. Leave the light fucking on. Yeah. All fucking night. Right. Right. And I am now praying the rosary to try and get myself to fall asleep. We fall asleep. Only to have Antonia right next to me on the floor wake up crying because a lady woke her up by tickling her arm. But wasn't she didn't have a scratch? No. She was just woken up she, from a tickle. Oh, yeah. So at that point, I'm like, what the fuck? So, so holding Antonia and I'm like... You need to leave. You need to let my child sleep. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Right. All freaked out. Now, now Zachums is freaked out. Right. Now I have moved to the closest part of the wall. And let's fuck the fan. <laughs> let Zachums go on Zachums the outside. be on the outside. Uh, First thing in the morning, when I hear the boys out in the loft, I come out and I'm like, yeah, to my brother and his wife. And they were like, oh, oh. apparently... The older of the two younger ones won't sleep in that room because a lady 
is constantly waking him up at night by touching his arm. Oh, hell no. That's all I had to hear. That's all I had to hear. I'm like, no. I was like, mother. so the next night, because we had to be there two nights, right? right? And I'm like, fuck, the next night, our nephew, who at the time was in high school, I kicked him out of his room. And Antonia and I took his room. Poor we thing. left Zachams with the ghost because the ghost don't want Zachams. He decided no. to protect his booty hole against the wall. And we took our oldest nephew's bedroom. Nothing happened to I us. I wouldn't have there. even stayed anymore. At that point, I'm like, peace out. I'm gone. I ain't staying there. No. Like, just know that I don't mess, I ain't messing and around And so with since stuff. then, then we find out that Fluffer and Mrs. Fluffer had experiences there like a month before. Never, never said, said fucking shit. Yeah. And since then, that brother's like, you want to come stay with us? No. 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 And, he, and he knows to bribe me with food. He tries the food bribe. I'm like, no, uh-uh. No. Ain't no amount of good no. food and free food no. going to get me to stay there. So I, they have since moved houses. But- and one it of has them, followed one of them. them. I think Grand Happy has followed, uh, but I have the little girl followed too. I haven't heard this like bad things per I se. I don't care, but I ain't going. That's not happening. No, I ain't. No. Uh, uh. no, the fact that you wake up little kids. Yeah, you don't touch little kids, but they're attracted to their light. Yeah, well, no. <sighs> well, then what's my problem? I ain't got no light. Well, they weren't touching you. They were turning on and off and we think she was turning it it was turning it on and off to wake up Antonia probably and that wasn't working oh my god I just got sick again like (laughs) I keep getting these waves of like nausea as we're talking it's just oh it's so bad and if you hear our brother and his wife tell these stories they fucking laugh yeah they laugh about it because he's had experiences too with toys yeah no and things no no and nothing no I'm like "Mm -mm, burn the house down yeah Burn, burn, burn the bitch down. No, no. Um, this next one is more just interesting. Something that's very interesting. So we were talking about um all this weird shit in front of fucking Dave. So I had told Nikki, I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know, I want to talk mm-hmm. about the death masks. Okay, yeah. And and so in, in case you don't know, in some cultures, um, when people die. The uh, families get a death mask made. And we do one of the Kraken when I die. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Sure, I'll, I'll get right on top of that one. I bet you will. Yeah, right. Um, and, and essentially, too. it's the resting, eternal resting face that you have, like in your state of peace, that um, you get, the families get that mold made of your face. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a keepsake. Well, in like historic Cultures, it was um, like a way to. There were different ones, right? But like some, it was a way to guide the body to the or the soul to the, to the afterlife. afterlife, right? Other ones, like if they were like stately figures, then it was a way to preserve them for like future generations. And they could see that others they use it in terms of like for um, like prayer mantles, right? You know, at the center, and so like all family generations past, like would collect. Like death masks. And like in more recent times, people just do it like for the vanity of it. Right. So I had told Nikki, I'm like, I heard, no, no, I was reading an article. It was last year or two sometime ago about the most, um, the most famous, the most kissed face in all of history, um, kissed lips in all of history. And it actually is. Um, the face of an unknown woman that died in Paris 
in I don't know was it the, I had it it's like the 1800s or it was a hell of a long it was, time ago. or longer than that um and they ended up making um fashioning her face um the death mask that they made of her face well because late 19th century okay um because they found her in the river. Right. And she should have been all bloated. And decomposed. They think it was a suicide. So I'm gonna let me backtrack. I'm all over all over the place here. It's because you're all fucked up from it grandpappy. Is. I'm so fucking grandpappy, grand happy and and Samantha and Toshio. All these people are fucking me up right now. <laughs> anyway, let me take a breath. That's what I tell my kids to do. Take recenter. Deep breath and reset. Okay. So long ass time ago, Paris, France, they find this unknown woman. Um, in the river, they pull her out. Sure, you should be all bloated and swollen and like disfigured. But right. when they bring her out, she's actually very beautiful, and she has almost like a grin, like on this, her face. like this, like this peaceful smile. And her skin is perfectly preserved. Yeah. So, um, they could never identify her. And I guess what they used to do is they used to place bodies yes. in the windows yep. of the mortuary. For, unknown, um, for people. unknown people so that if somebody could identify them. And she was about like 15, 16, they They think said. she was about, they said between 16 and 26. They can't narrow down her age, but she was very young. Right. And um, so somebody saw her. I want to say it was the mortician or it was... It was multiple people in that realm of either science or right because it just kind of like staggered like this person thought this and then the next person went with it a little bit farther and, and they were all farther. like enamored with her not in a weird way not like necrophilia well, or anything, we don't know that but I think they just felt that she was this young could was probably this young vibrant person and their life was just over too soon and so they made a death mask of her face. Right. That mask then became what is used in what we know as CPR dummies. And oh. I told Nikki and I go, God, there's a name for this for this um, dummy that they have. I said, I can't remember. Well, Dave was there and he goes, is it Annie? And I was like, oh, my God, that was the name. And Dave goes, well, yeah. He goes, that's the name we use when we come up well, and we're as practicing you practice, CPR. You approach, approach it, you say... Annie, are you okay? And then I go, Michael Jackson. Right. So we looked it up. And it's true. He, yeah. And you know, when, so in the, I song, read that, oh, oh. in the song Smooth Criminal, right. you know that Michael Jackson says, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? And that was inspired and by her. And that's why that motherfucker put that in so there. So you know what? Okay, so when I read that article, right? And as you're talking, um, it was the mortician who was like that she was too beautiful and he did a death mask of her. And right. then it like inspired all these artists and poets, like hundreds of them. About her. About her doing, because they thought, you know, lovers quarrel, right. got pushed I mean, in, suicide pushed yeah. in. So many stories all circulating. These things, these tragic Nobody tales. knew who this beautiful right. girl was. So, I mean, if you want to verify it, all you have to do is look up Death Mask Annie. Yeah, or look up um, Annie, the dummy history. Look like up all Annie, are you okay? CPR okay. Annie. Of course, it's going to take you to Michael Jackson, but if you keep scrolling through Google. Go CPR Annie. You or, will see, you will find her you will find this this story it's it's a fascinating story and just the death masks in general i think you can actually get one made now right 
they have to put these straws in your nasal passages so that you can breathe because the plaster just covers every single nook and cranny of your face. I was looking at one girl and she was she had a friend that did them and she she had to have her friend take it all off because she was like, I thought I could do like it. Claustrophobic. She was like, I felt like you're like you are being buried alive or like you're drowning because it's just covering well, it's everything. A death mask, honey. I'm like, well, duh, because you're supposed to be dead, fool. But so it inspires all these artists, right? right? So then um, people all over Paris had her mask hanging in their homes. In their homes, yeah. Then a toy manufacturer became obsessed with it and he modeled all his dolls after her. Yeah. So you know how dolls are creepy? Yeah. That's why. You know. And then from that, yeah. he became the one that made the first Annie because men couldn't do CPR on men. They, had to they do were it more on likely to do it woman. on women. Yeah. And then it's that's something she inspired all, all these, these different things. people. Yeah. Yeah. From it, just her and this is death. all true story. I was just like, do we have to share this? It's, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you might already know it, especially if you're into the more, you know, darker side of life, <laughs> darker side of life, and things like that. But it's just fascinating information how one unknown woman who drowns in the river in Paris is become this this facet in our everyday life that mm. we don't even know. Yeah. And it's like, next time you see a CPR d- dummy, be like, hey, Annie, how you doing? Aww. That's her. CPR Annie. pray for her poor soul. You absolutely, 100%. Say a prayer for her when you think of her. Poor Annie. Poor Annie. Yeah. It's really sad. She needs to go get Tosio and Samantha and put them under her wings. Oh, seriously. Because she was smiling at the end. I know. She didn't come back, huh, anybody? No. She served humanity. Uh, but maybe they didn't let her rest because of that. I don't know. I think maybe she rested. I think she felt her purpose was served. But freaking Toshio and Samantha. They fucked up. You know why? Because they're kids. Stupid kids. Fucking kids. So now I think we're really, I think we're done. We're done. We're done. And and now I'm just never going to sleep again. That's okay. It's just. You sleep when you die. Why are you going to tell, why are you going to say that? You're not going to die right now. How do you know? My birthday is approaching. We do want to remind you guys, in case you don't know, you might not know, that um, on November 6th, we are doing a live um, for my Boone's Farm birthday. So if you're taking it back old, we're taking school. it back old school. We're going to set up in my bar. We encourage you to go out and find yourself a bottle of Boone's Farm, my favorite Strawberry Hill. Now, we have international audiences. Yes. So if you might not have Boone's Farm, you find something cheap yeah. and sugary. Right. That's Boone Farms. If you know you're going to have a headache by your second glass, that's Boone's Farm. That's Boone's Farm. Um, now, time period, time wise, it, it might not match up, and so we're going to save it. Yeah, um, we can and save we'll it. figure out a way to post it somewhere so everyone can can see it. And maybe we'll upload it to a YouTube channel or something, and then everyone can have that for uh, with us. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But if you're with us on Instagram, because we're going to do it, we're going to yeah, do it live on use- Instagram. Um, and then I think we can post the video to Facebook after. It won't be live, right? But you'll still get to see the video. Well, if we use both phones, we can go live on one on one platform, live on the sure, other. We we'll can figure do that. We'll it figure it out. out. We haven't done. We're the, a low budget over here, <laughs> yeah. folks. We haven't done the whole 
you know, schematics. But so Andrew's birthday is actually the sixth. It is on the sixth. It's a Friday this year. Figures the one year that my birthday's on a Friday. Is so we are the going COVID to year. go live live at six o'clock right. Mountain Standard Time in the United States. Right. We um, will explain all the reasons why. My family considers my birthday to be a, a dark, dark day. day. There's a lot of bad stuff attached to my birthday, okay? I don't know why. Every it's year. not necessarily just my birthday, exactly my birthday. It's days leading up to, and then after, and then day, after. it gets clumped with my birthday. Well, yeah. Anyway, so we we don't want you guys to forget that. We'd love it if you guys would, would sign on and say hi to us and... Ask us questions or make fun of us or Nikki. Um, I will be wearing a bra, so don't sign in if you're just trying to see me. Maybe I'll go brawless for our friends. Now, that's something to tune in for. Hey, sailor. Hey, sailor. You need your floor swept? Yeah, I got to smoke. Can I swab the deck? What is that <laughs> pancake? Oh, that's her nipple. Gross. <laughs> If there's a topic that you'd like mm. to hear us talk about, slide into our DMs and let us know. Also, if you're following us on iTunes, head over and leave us a comment. We love reading what you have to say. Unless it's bad, then, then keep, keep that, that shit to yourself. yourself. And don't forget to like, share, and follow. That's all for this week. Bye con Dios. Say that one more time. Three times. Vaya con Dios. One more. Vaya con Dios. Go with God. That's what that means. Go with God. Um, stay safe and wear your masks um, because I really want this to end. This <laughs> pandemic has got to freaking end. And everyone that's like, oh, it'll end after the election. Fuck you. I want it to end like tomorrow. So um, <laughs> that's it. Oh, and take your vitamins. Like good little Hulkamaniacs. That'll help too if people take their vitamins. Yeah, vitamin C. I've been taking vitamin C the whole time. Mm, me too. I saw one Chinese doctor say it. That's all you got to know. Because he's like, he's the doctor that defected and is like, I'm going to help them because we know something that they don't. And vitamin C. Vitamin C. Now get the fuck out. Peace.